Hey there everybody, it's Morgan here live from coming to you live from Highland Cycles in the Nobby Lobby um, for our Electron uh, Q&A show. Gonna give everybody a little bit of time to log in and join us here today. Uh, it is 7.30 right on the money. Um, how's everybody doing today? I hope it's well. I don't think we have anybody on quite yet, so I'm gonna have a cup of coffee. And like I said, give everybody a little bit of a chance to get in here. Uh, quick mention that uh, tonight is our Thursday night ride. I will actually not be able to make it. My kids are playing baseball tonight. So um, I gotta watch them play baseball. Uh, it's important to them. So I can't make the Thursday night ride tonight. Um, another other news, this Sunday we're having a Grace Moto um, ride day up on the Uncompahgre Plateau if anybody's interested. Uh, so with my church, Grace Community Church, we're doing a um, ride day up on the plateau. Uh, and our big, big, big news is that uh, uh, July 26th through the 30th is Ride Montrose. Uh, if you're coming out, I'd love to see you. Um, we're going to have fun events every night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night here in town. We've got rides planned. If you go to www.highland-cycles.com. Hey, Michael Thomas, what's up? Uh, you go to Ride Montrose page on our website and check out the schedule of events. Um, so looks like we got some folks tuning in. So let's start with talking about Lectron carburetors. First of all, it's Lectron, L-E-C-T-R-O-N. It's not Electron. There's zero electronics on Electron carburetor. That's one of the things I like about it the most. Super duper simple. It is old 70s technology, basically. Um, yeah, sounds like a uh, busy and fun weekend for sure. Coffee and Electron Carb, Steve McEwen, that is us. So, uh, first of all, there is my Electron carburetor from my YZ250. What's up, Brooks Tomlin? How's it going? Um, just wanted to see the show. Sweet. Uh, Michaels. Um, yeah, so that is what a Electron carburetor for a... Uh, YZ250 looks like. It's a 38 millimeter carburetor. This is the HV version. I'll be talking about that in a little bit. Um, let's start with what a Lectron is. So it's just a carburetor. That's the thing that I love the most is it's just a very simple carburetor uh, that delivers fuel in a very good way, in a very smooth way that um, helps bikes run at all sorts of different um, elevations really well. Anyway, so it's simple, it's proven technology from the 70s, they've updated some things obviously, um, and I just really like them. I'm gonna be talking today about what they do on two strokes. I have never used one of their carburetors on a four stroke yet, so I know they've got a new one uh, that's really awesome. Uh, everybody's talking really good about it. Uh, Travis Newbold ran one on his uh, second place winning uh, Pikes Peak bike uh, just a few weeks ago uh, and crushed it and said the bike ran great. So I know that the four-stroke carbs are good. I just don't know much ab about them personally. Um, I am currently running this one, this 38 millimeter. Uh, John Taylor, yes, they do make them for many, down to 85s. I don't know if they have them for smaller than that, John. Uh, let's see, love the pop of my two stroke. I have a nine ounce flywheel weight and it helps. I'm hesitant to add electron because I heard you lose more of the pop. I don't want a four stroke. I ride a YZ250. 
uh, Denver Thor. So here's the thing. Yes, I guess you do lose a little bit of the pipiness of the 250. Um, I love my, um, oh, there we go. Brooks Tomlin down to 65s. There we go. Brooks is, uh, works for Electron. He's watching with us. So yes, down to 65s. We've installed one on 85 and the kid absolutely loved it. It worked perfectly. Um, I have yet to install a 65 one, um, but I'm sure we will soon. Um, so yes, you do lose a little bit of, uh, of this I guess the snap although I can't really say do I I feel like my bike runs really 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 well and is just as snappy as I ever want it to be um, with this carburetor uh, I don't have any issues with the snap you know going so um, it may take a little more throttle input to get the front wheel in the air but it's so um, very slight that I, I just think they're so great especially in the rocks um, they are amazing in the really gnarly rocky stuff because it's a smooth power delivery and it's like a rheostat on uh, on the hey Matt Simpson what's happening it's like a rheostat like an electric bike you know you just turn it and it goes and goes faster so I love it um, I've run them on uh, my personal 300, I had a 17300, I ran it, it was great. Um, that's why I got into them because the Makuni was so bad on the 300 that um, I just didn't want to deal with jetting it. I know you can jet it, I'm not gonna argue that, I absolutely agree, you can jet a Makuni carburetor to run good, it's just a pain. Um, and they don't get the mileage as these do. Um, so real quick, my spec, uh, 07 YZ250 stock motor, stock cylinder, no porting, no nothing like that. I'm running the 38 high velocity on that. And uh, I'm running the 4-2M metering rod. I don't know if you can see that. There it is, it's maybe backwards in there anyway. Um, and I'm running at 1.988 inches. Uh, Jim Wells, yes, they are American made, that's awesome. Uh, they're not some Chinese junk. They're made in Bernie, Texas. I believe that's how it's pronounced, Brooks. Um, uh, maybe Burn, anyway. Uh, but they're down in Texas. Uh, really great company. I've been super happy. They've been incredibly helpful. We've had very few problems, but the tiny problems we have had, we've had some leaky needles and seats, which is kind of a normal thing for a carburetor. Um, and we had one slide get kind of worn, mainly because the guy wasn't uh, um, on the pipe. Uh, there you go, Bernie, uh, Texas. Um, and anyway, they replaced the slide, no problem. It was super easy. Um, they're super, super great company to work for. By the way, they are not um, sponsoring this. <laughs> I just want you to know that they're watching because I told them to watch, but they are not sponsoring this. This is Highland Cycles, my personal opinions only. Uh, could the carburetor fit on a Banshee? Absolutely, Steven. Uh, or Scott, sorry, Seven Stark. Yes, uh, they can fit on a Banshee. Hey, there's my wife, Ruth Spradling is watching. That's awesome. Um, quick rundown um, while we're waiting for more questions. Price for this carburetor, uh, no, actually not this carburetor, the Legacy carburetor, the standard one, is 437. Um, that includes the carburetor, the cable, and the tool for adjusting the carburetor. Uh, and then for like a KTM, you're looking at 547.50. That includes tool, cable, 
throttle housing and shorter intake flange to bolt on the motor uh, if you have an 18 or older. Um, the 19s don't require that different um, uh, flange, so uh, it'll be a little bit less money. I think that's 40 something bucks for the flange. So you'd save a little bit of money if you have a night if you get a 19 or newer uh, KTM. They are relatively pricey, but with all the money we spend on these dirt bikes, this thing is super, super easy to use. Uh, YZ250, you do not need um, to modify the boot. I didn't. On my YZ, you can see, see how short this is. Um, that is one of the reasons the YZ carburetor is a little more expensive than just the basic carburetor. They had to machine that down so that it works in the boot. Um, the stock boot. So I have not, I, this just literally bolts in. No, no issues. It comes out just as easy as any other carburetor. Maybe a little bit tougher because it's a little bit bulky, but it's, you know, whatever. It's taken, I took it off this morning. I didn't do it yesterday. I did it uh, this morning before we started the show. So um, let me talk a little bit about why I run this. Um, I started with, the, like I said, the Makuni. Um, I sold that bike. I got a YZ because I like YZs and I decided to, I ran my Kian. I love the Kian PWK carburetor. It is a phenomenal carburetor. Um, oh, you bet. <laughs> yeah, no problem, uh, Denver. Uh, so I love the Kian PWK carburetor. I've never had problems with it. It's been a great carburetor, pretty good gas mileage, all that. The reason I run Electron, and I have to pay for them, they don't give them to me for free. I do get, a, obviously, a deal being a dealer, but they don't give them out. Uh, the reason I run it is the smooth power delivery. I like that for the rocks and stuff that I like to ride. If you watch any of our videos on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash highlandcycles, all one word, um, you'll see that we like riding the gnarly rough stuff. Um, it makes a YZ a little bit easier to handle in that, especially with my ham-fisted throttle hand that's like all jacked up and... I can't control what I'm doing anyway. Um, also, once you adjust it, you don't have to mess with it. And that's what I want to talk about. One of the things that I want to talk about a lot, or maybe not a lot, but is the fact that you do have to adjust these carburetors when you get them. You don't have to continually adjust them like you do a normal carburetor when you go up and down in elevation, but you absolutely have to fine tune these things. They send them to you from Bernie. You get them in the box, they say if you, you know, if they come directly from them, they'll tell you just bolt it on, don't touch it, just go ride it. And I would agree that yes, you can do that. And the bike will run, you won't foul plugs, it'll be fine. But I do not agree that it is tuned just right like that. It, when I, every one of them I've gotten, they come a little bit on the rich side. That's a safe thing for Electron to do so they don't burn up motors. Um, and, Every motor is a little bit different. I mean, if you take the compression, you check the compression on two identical, hey Brian Christopherson, two identical YZ250s or KTM 300XCs or YZ125s or CR85s or anything like that, two identical, same year, same number of hours, same rider, same everything, you're gonna get two different numbers on the compression, right? Humans build these things, they're different. They're a little bit different here and there. Everything's a little bit different. They draw a little bit differently, all that stuff. So, that being said, they need to be fine-tuned. I've found that every carburetor we've installed to get it dialed right in needs to be about a half a turn, between a half a turn and a full turn leaner than um, how they come. And when I say turns, let me talk about that. So they're 
The electron carburetor has no jets in it. There's, uh, there's a hole. If you look down in there, see that hole right in the middle? That is where the fuel comes out. <laughs> so that hole is where the gas comes out. It uses uh, this stuff. There we go. Brooks is chiming in. I really appreciate that. That is awesome. And it's a, it's a, it's a absolute personal preference situation. Like I said, they'll run and work and you'll be fine and all that and happy the way they come. But I personally, I like to get the most performance out of my bike and maybe that's one of the issues that people have had with soft, uh, you know, softening the motor and softening the hip is that they haven't bothered to tune their carburetor. So I know Matt Simpson has tuned his carburetor. Uh, he's got one um, that we helped him get dialed in. Um, Jim Wells, I like the clear bowl. Yeah, the clear bowl is pretty cool. Um, it's nice because you can tell if you've got an issue, like if you float levels low, if you've got something hung up in there, it's pretty nice. Um, back to how you adjust them. This rod, if you look really closely, is shaped like that. I don't know if you can tell. It's, it's ground and it gets thinner as you go down. So as you lift this with your hand, your right wrist lifts this, more gas comes out, right? So it gets thinner going down this way. So as it comes out of the hole, it's a bigger hole for the gas to come out and more gas. So what you do is you turn this in to richen, out to lean, and they give you this cool little tool, which I have here in my pocket. If you get one of these carburetors, please use the tool. Don't, don't use vice grips or things like that. You'll put marks on this and greatly affect the way the thing runs. So you turn this in to rich, out lean if you don't know what your bike's doing like if you're not sure like if you need to go richer or leaner call me take it to your local mechanic have your buddy who rides two strokes or whatever who's been a mechanic who knows things just like you can start guessing and you'll figure it out eventually but um it's it's pretty easy to tell once you know um but i would just say like just you know ask a friend we're a friend. You can uh, send us a message on Facebook. You can call the shop at 970-240-2197. You can friend me on Facebook and send me a personal message, whatever. Um, so that's how you tune it. That's all the tuning that you need to do um, for most applications, right? Is just turn that thing in and out. Like I said, I think to get the thing dialed in and working absolutely perfectly, you're going to need to tune it after you get the carburetor. And I vice grips yes i'm talking to you brian christopherson about the vice grips you farmer ranger man um i think you're gonna need to fine tune it once you get it fine tuned though and i would say that it took me on my yz um the uh exactly joe uh oh jim made a tool yeah if you, yeah you can make tools it's not hard um but just don't use steel vice grips or pliers um once i got mine tuned let's go back uh, once I got mine tuned, I have now taken that YZ250, an 07 stock motor, pretty much a stock bike, uh, other than my suspension and some guards uh, and the carburetor, and I have ridden it to 13,000 feet here in Colorado. I have ridden it down at sea level in California. If you follow us on Facebook, you'll see that uh, just a couple months ago, I was at Zaka Station uh, motocross track in California. I uh, was down near the coast with it. I've ridden it in South Dakota with Matt Simpson and Jeremy Schoening. Um, I've ridden it 
um, in the desert near Moab. I've ridden it all around Montrose, which is about 5,000 feet, and I have not touched anything. Is it perfect in all those places? Probably not. I could probably get a little bit more performance out of it if I wanted to make it absolutely dialed in perfect, but it's not too lean down at sea level, and it's not all over the place on, uh, you know, it's not all burbly and rich way up high in the mountains. It runs great. It's really, really good. I've never felt a plug. It, yeah, the bike just runs great everywhere. And I like to keep things simple and I like to not work on my own stuff. We work on stuff all day here. I love working on motorcycles, but my personal motorcycle, I like to just get on it and ride it. Um, I can also say, that I really, 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 really like the fuel mileage. I'm getting between 35 and 45 miles a gallon, uh, depending on what I'm doing with my right wrist. That's pretty typical for most folks. Um, I think the one of the ways they are dealing with that is the fact that it's pretty lean on the bottom when the bike should be lean. I mean, you don't need a whole bunch of gas when you're sitting idling or just off idle. Um, and then, as you get on the gas, the really cool part, the other really cool part of this carburetor is this little brass doohickey right here. That is called the power jet, okay? So it's cool because it's completely and totally dependent on vacuum, right? And vacuum is the, how the pressure difference between here and the outside world as you twist the throttle and it sucks air and gas into the motor. So. The way cool thing about this power jet and the way it works is that you can see, sorry, it's my first time displaying a carburetor. You can see there's a hose that comes here from the bottom of the float bowl, so it's always got gas above it. Comes up, over, and uh, yes, 35, absolutely. My YZ with a uh, three gallon tank on it, I'm solid 100 miles on that thing up in the mountains if I'm not hard on the gas. If I'm hard on the gas, I may get like 80, 85, like at a motocross track or something like that, but that's still a ton. So anyway, as so the gas floats around right in here, you know, at the same as the float level, then as you get on the gas and the air comes in hard across this thing, if you look, you can see it's got a hole in it. It pulls gas up, over, and then dumps down in, and it, uh, it, uh, ah, what's the word? Uh, anyway, it, oh, excuse me, atomizes, sorry guys, it atomizes and goes into the motor. So the cool thing about that is that since it's some gas left over, Jamin Littlefield, yes. So since it's dependent on vacuum, that means it's dependent on the air pressure, which means it's dependent on elevation. So at low elevation, there's a lot of air molecules, right? So when you twist the throttle on your two stroke and you're like going, Burr! it pulls a whole bunch of air through here and it pulls a whole bunch of gas because it's feeling all that vacuum and drawing. So it's rich, right? You're down low elevation, it dumps a bunch of gas. When you're high elevation, there's less air molecules, there's less vacuum across this when you twist the throttle, it dumps less gas. That, I, I'm not an engineer, I don't work for Electron, but I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Um, and that's why it's so good at multiple elevations and that and this the metering rod being shaped kind of half moonish like it is is what caused these things to be so good at all the sort all different elevations and you can adjust that right here sorry 
that is the power valve, a power jet adjuster. Um, you back it out to richen it. You close it down to lean it. Um, we just uh, had a car got a carburetor for a guy with a 17250XC. He put it on. Like I said, he had to lean out the metering rod about a turn, um, but he felt like the bike was signing off a little bit on top, so he opened up the power jet just a, I think an eighth or a quarter is what he said, and had it, uh, now it's dialed in, it's working great, he's ridden it all over, um, bike is perfect, no spooge out the exhaust, it just runs good, everything's good. Um, let's see, again, uh, Hey, Jamie, how's it going? Um, I don't know much about their four-stroke carburetors. Brooks, maybe you could chime in with any kind of information about your four-stroke carburetors. I know a lot of people are really enjoying them. I don't know what they cost yet. I think they're in the 750 range, which sounds like a lot of money until you go price out an FCR carburetor uh, from Kian, which I think a lot of places is about 1200 bucks if you buy a new one. So uh, seven, doesn't sound so bad. Seven or eight doesn't sound so bad. Um, any, are there any questions out there? Electron carburetors, any questions about anything? I'm just waiting for anybody. Um, like I said, I love them. I really, really, really like the fact I don't have to fiddle with it. I just get on the bike and ride it. That makes me really happy. Um, in my soul <laughs> because I don't like messing with it. Oh yeah, my name is not Brian. Brian used to work for me um, and now I have it. Uh, gaskets, how often to rebuild? Good question. Um, and Brooks chimed in with the price on the four stroke. Uh, I have not had to rebuild mine and it's uh, almost a year old now for the YZ. Actually, it's a little over a year old. I take that back. Uh, Matt, Simpson bought his used and had to rebuild it. Electron did it. We sent it back to them, fully rebuilt it. It came back looking new. I'm not 100% sure they didn't replace it, but they only charged us for rebuilding it, so that was an awesome thing. Uh, there we go. Um, hey, Cole Carmichael, what's happening? Uh, so every now and then you rebuild them. I haven't had to, they sent me a new slide for mine. I haven't had to put it in. Um, you can see where it gets wear on it. Uh, from the opening that has not been an issue for me. It's been running great. So I'm not gonna fiddle with it I try not to fix things that aren't broken uh, But slides are cheap if you do need one. They're made out of zinc. That's one thing. Hey Bryce. How's it going? The body is aluminum. This is zinc. So this will wear not the body So you don't have to replace your whole carburetor. You just have to replace the slide um, I've talked to electron about maybe like why they don't um, uh, make the like Nicosil coat these and all that stuff. Uh, they don't feel like they need to. They last a long time and they're cheap enough to replace it. They're way cheaper than a key and slide. So um, that's their response to that. Uh, I personally think it'd be kind of cool if this were Nicosil coated like a key and slide and you just never ever ever have to mess with it. But uh, it's not my company so there you go. Um, and I have had zero problems with slides wearing out. Uh, oh, someone before asked if we're going to do a test uh, versus the smart carb. Right now, my mechanic, Javier, is running a smart carb on his KTM, uh, excuse me, Husky 300, same thing. Uh, it's an 18. So far, he is really happy with it. Uh, it's pretty cool. The metering rod is adjustable from the outside. Uh, that's handy, I guess, if you're going to fiddle with it much. 
it is a giant block of aluminum and it does still require the different boot and all that stuff so I don't know I haven't really looked into their stuff much but if they say that you don't need the boot and all that that's not true you do um, I also feel like I've had really really great customer support from Lectron and Javier's already kind of had a few issues with smart carb um, nothing that they haven't taken care of eventually but I'm really just incredibly happy with Lectron so I'm sticking with Lectron's does it need choke and starts good at hot start so yes yes it does need a choke there's a choke it's on the wrong side I'm gonna t I'm gonna say that Brooks I don't know why it's on this side but that's one of my beefs with the Lectron it's on the wrong stinking side you got to reach through the motor from the right hand side uh, and get it it's not that big a deal because the bike is cold when you're doing that so the pipes not hot and all that but I still think it's silly that it's on the right um, so yes you do need a choke when you first start it uh, turn it off right away uh, and, oh hot start um, starts great hot start no issues I the bike fires right up no problem I I got a bad hip and I'm still kicking a bike and it starts right up uh, they don't uh, dump fuel in the corners or bumps so that's where the better mileage is I don't know if you've seen the Makuni trick you have to pull the thing up and do this so it doesn't dump um, hang on I've noticed I've always had to use my choke just to get the bike started once warm yeah so that that's normal um, having to use a choke you should have to use a choke when it's cold that's the whole point even if it's hot outside the bike is cold even if it's 100 degrees that's still cold to the engine our offer remote choke cables put it wherever you want <laughs> yeah absolutely um, I I don't I'm not gonna mess with it it's where it is um, there you go Steve yes <laughs> Steve we finally got jets for your bike which is ridiculous how hard that is uh, for your VMAX um, Brooks will chime in there uh, on the 1200 VMAX Jamin I don't know what the question is about but uh, okay not currently there oh um, what was I gonna say the oh let me talk real quickly about the HV the high velocity and the legacy or standard carb I'm gonna tell you right now personally I like the legacy or standard carburetor better I know that Jeff Slavin's pioneered talking about the HV and all this stuff and Jeff's a great guy and a very good salesman he runs a great business I do not agree with him I like the legacy better uh, so lean is mean I run an aggressive lean jetting MX tracks electron kind of middle of the road jetting uh, Mike uh, first of all hi Mike you can run it however you want I mean if you want to have it leaner you can make it leaner you can adjust the metering rod again uh, you can turn that out which leans it and you can turn the power jet in which leans it um, so you can run it as I mean you can run it so lean that it'll seize if you want I'm, I'm not saying that's what you're doing. I totally get the lean is mean thing, especially on an MX track. So, hey, Alec Moorfield, what's happening? Uh, the, so you can, you can jet it, even though there's no jets, like brass jets to put in. You can set it up however you want. Um, that's not a problem uh, and get it dialed in. That's why I say people need to fiddle with their electron carburetors initially. Once you get it dialed, it should work pretty much every elevation, everywhere you go. Oh yeah, no problem, Mike. <laughs> um, and this is going to be up in perpetuity, so you can watch the whole thing if you want. Mickey Payne, what's happening? 
coming all the way from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma there, I, I'm guessing, unless you're up here right now. Um, the reason, let go back to why I like the Legacy, the older, older carburetor. Um, see, yeah, Jamin, I'm with you on the Legacy thing. So the difference, if you can see, it's really, really hard to tell, but there's a lip down in there, like right where my finger is. That's the difference between the Legacy and the HV. The HV has that lip. What that lip does is it helps it draw more gas earlier in the throttle opening. This was originally, this. I got this from, well I got this from Electron, but I got this information from Electron. The, the HV was originally Electron's attempt at a four-stroke carburetor and it was made to bring more gas low because four strokes don't uh, draw as hard as two strokes. So they, uh, that's why they have accelerator pumps on four stroke carbs back when they had four stroke carburetors. <laughs> um, and so the, this was originally a four stroke carburetor, uh, to get that gas coming out a little earlier. Anyway, I have found that my personal opinion is that it's not as good with the two stroke. It makes it a little bit burbly off the bottom. It just before it takes off. Um, hey, Carrie, how's it going? It just does not, uh, it doesn't work quite as good. I've had to lean it out more on this bike than I did on my other bike. I'm really happy with the way it runs. I'm not trading this in. I'm not gonna send it back and get a legacy. I'm not gonna spend the money on it. Um, but in the future, when I buy new carburetors from me and all the ones I try to sell to my customers, I try to sell them the legacy or standard because I really truly believe it runs better. Sorry Brooks, but that's my belief. The HV also um, costs a little bit more. It's like uh, 40 or 50 bucks more. Hey Kevin Kramer, what's happening? Um, so I don't, yeah, I like, uh, I really like the legacy carburetor the best. I know, like I said, that Jeff has pushed the HVs. Um, I don't think he makes any more money on them necessarily. He just, he likes them uh, and everybody's a little bit different. I like the Legacy. If you want my official opinion, you ever order a carburetor from me, which by the way, we can do. We'd love to sell you carburetors. Um, you can call us, we'll drop ship it directly to you. Or if you're around here and you want us, us to install it and adjust it for you, we'll do that too. Um, we charge the same price as uh, Electron does. That's the beauty of Electron. They don't undercut us as dealers. It's uh, the price is the price and that's what you pay. Um, I think it's one of the best things you can do to your bike. Um, we're running right at 30 minutes. I'll go a little longer if anybody has any questions. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I have to say. I don't have anything else to say about them. Electron carburetor, first of all, it's Electron, not Electron. No electronics. Super duper simple, just like a two-stroke motor, just like I like it. I like my stuff simple. I like to just go ride the dang bikes. I just want to ride my dirt bikes. That's for all you guys who like to see me say that. Um, quick uh, recap. Electron, super simple. It's old technology, but it's going on old technology, right? For a two-stroke. <laughs> There's not, nothing new. Not a lot new about a two-stroke motor um, uh, from a long time ago other than a power valve and some porting. Uh, I love them. I absolutely love them. Running on my YC250, it's the 38 millimeter. This is the HV. I'd rather have the Legacy. Personally, I run the 4-2M rod, 
uh, 1.998 inches, which is this measurement right here. Um, 437 for a YZ carb, uh, including the tool and cable. That's for the Legacy. It's uh, 50 bucks more, I think, for the HV. Um, it's 547.50 for a KTM, including, there we go. HV helps most with balanced motors, in my opinion. Okay, there we go. The first installed Kenny Roberts in the 70s. There you go. I like it. Thank you, Brooke. I love having you on here, Brooks. Thank you so much. Um, Brooks, by the way, is the guy we deal with day to day with Electron when we have uh, to either make an order or ask questions or anything like that, order parts. Um, so 547 for the KTM 300 for the Legacy. Uh, that includes the tool, the cable, the throttle housing, and the shorter intake flange. I guess the 19 uh, bikes don't need the shorter intake flange. Why I like them? Smooth power delivery, super duper duper butter, silky smooth power delivery. Um, once you've got them adjusted, which you absolutely need to do in my opinion, um, you don't have to hassle with them ever again. I've run mine from sea level to 13,000 feet. I've won races in California. I've won races in Oklahoma. I've won races in Colorado. By the way, all in the B class. I'm not really very fast. I just like to say I won races. Um, but the bike is not the thing holding me back from being faster. Uh, the bike works perfectly. Um, and I love the fuel mileage. I can go up in the mountains, ride with my kids, have plenty of gas in my bike to help them uh, if they need gas. And then I can, um, I can go on super duper long rides. I like going on really, really long, over 100 mile days. And this helps a lot. So that's what I have to say about this. Am I supposed to have a shorter intake flange on your TE250? Yes. Uh, oh, TE. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah, because it's a, a um, since that is a, a linkage bike, yeah, <laughs> I wish I was sandbagging, Chris. Um, since that's a linkage bike, Jamin, yes, I think you are supposed to have that shorter intake flange for this thing to fit properly and not tweak your boot. You should take a look at your boot if, um, if it's hitting your shock spring, um, you got a problem. Uh, not a huge problem, not one that can't be fixed, but um, that's one of the biggest issues is that they, they're they too long this way, so they push that boot and it tweaks it and it can push it into the shock spring and cause it to wear, worst case scenario, you can wear a hole and suck uh, raw air and blow up your motor, but go look at it. I doubt that's happening. Um, but yeah, you might need that. Definitely tell you. Thanks, man. Thanks, Jamin. I appreciate you watching. Um, any other questions? Any other questions about Highland Cycles? Anything? Um, tonight, Thursday night, go ride your dirt bike, whether it's with us or by yourself or anywhere in the world. Thursday nights are dirt bike nights. That is, it's a rule, actually. I think it's actually legislated into uh, the Constitution, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, Thursday nights, ride your dirt bike. That's all there is to it. I can't tonight because I got to watch my kids play some baseball because uh, that's something they love. Um, Sunday, we're doing Grace Moto uh, ride day up on the Uncompagra Plateau with my church, Grace Community Church. Uh, so it's going to be a God loving, dirt bike loving, fun day. Uh, uh, then July 26th through the 30th, we are riding. Uh, we're doing Ride Montrose. Use the hashtag. You like that? Hashtag. Ride Montrose. Uh, we're going to go have a ton of fun, 
Uh, we got things happening in town, Montrose Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. And then, so the quick schedule is Thursday night kickoff party, Horsefly. Thank you, Horsefly Brewing. Friday night, Moto Swap Meet, and also Movie Night down at uh, Two Rascals Brewery. Thank you, Two Rascals. We're going to be watching On Any Sunday next chapter. Um, and then Saturday night is a uh, party at Intrinsic Live Band. It's going to be super fun. Um, probably have some giveaways and stuff there. Riding every day starting Friday, Dawn Patrol, 6 a.m. Peach Valley. Saturday, Dawn Patrol, Dry Creek. Saturday afternoon, Plateau. Sunday, All Day Plateau. Uh, Sunday, we're also offering a clinic with uh, national champion Russell Bobbitt is coming out. So if you're around, uh, the class is all day. It's $350 plus a $25 land fee for our uh, landowner who's building things for us. Private track, fully custom built for the class. It's going to be awesome. Um, and then we're also riding Sunday for that. And then Monday is the final thing. If anybody's still around, kids ride with my kids up on the plateau. Going to go have fun, watch kids crash and have fun. Um, pop wheelies, things like that. So if you need more information, go to www.highland-highland that's a hyphen, cycles.com and the Ride Montrose page. Uh, yeah, keep following us on Facebook, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Hope this is informational. Hope you guys have a great day. Hope you get out and ride your dirt bikes.